Hey guys, Elissa Stone. It has been a hot minute since I was last in the seat. Uh, gosh, things have been absolutely insane, but very, very good. So it's been quite some time, a lot of updates, a lot of things going on. The last podcast that you probably saw was with me and Robert Martinez. He's been in the business as a multifamily syndicator for quite some time, has well over 4,000 units, and I got to spend some time with him at his office and kind of pick his brain. So it really was an amazing experience. He had some uh, very good feedback for me on areas that I could focus on and maybe areas that could potentially um, be a little bit of a weakness. And where we left off is that we were going to get together back in about five years to see where I had gone in this business on the multifamily syndication side. And uh, it was funny because I I put him on the hot seat and I asked, I said, hey, Robert, and I said, do you see me being, um, you know, in a similar situation or having well over 4,000? units within five to 10 years. And he, without a doubt, said, absolutely. Um, So that was like a huge vote of confidence for me. And just being able to pick his brain um, with somebody who has gosh, done such amazing things in such a short period of time. Um, It really was a neat opportunity. So that was cool. If you haven't watched it yet, definitely check it out. Uh, Next thing, uh, I think I've updated a couple of different times that I was working on a uh, a project in in Memorial. And it was uh, located off of Sugarberry Circle. And so I love the street name. That was my million dollar uh, redevelopment project. And the great news is, uh, if you've watched some of my other videos, uh, it's sold. So uh, we did some really cool marketing with Noble Mortgage. They actually funded the purchase price of the home as well as the rehab. And they, we kind of took you through the journey. We uh, did before pictures, we did after pictures, and it, it sold. So um, amazing journey. That was my highest purchase price of a single family home to date. And uh, it closed right at the million dollar mark. Uh, and I met the individual that purchased the home. Um, she was really, really neat individual. Uh, it was ironic because we were doing some marketing at the location uh, when her and her realtor showed up to look at the home. And naturally, I just kind of started doing my thing, telling her about, no, we did this to the home and we changed this and we did a two-story skylight. And and then I, I realized, I asked the realtor, I go, oh, I'm sorry, am I overstepping my boundaries? And it was so funny because she's like, no, 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 keep, keep talking, keep selling. Um, so it just, it was really neat to um, put my heart and soul in a project of that level and then get to meet the person that was moving in. Um, that was very, very close to my heart. So it's super cool. Uh, Another update. Uh, So we talked about my multifamily acquisition, Stone King Apartments. Uh, Through Total Wealth Academy, coming up, we're going to be doing an investor uh, bus tour. Uh, So you do have to be a certain level of membership uh, within Total Wealth Academy, but we're going to start at the office. We're going to go through, um, you know, kind of the due diligence, the numbers, how I purchased the deal, some of the before pictures, and then we're all going to load up on a bus and uh, drive out to Texas City so we can see see uh, the difference uh, that has come about in a very short period of time. I purchased this back in July and um, you know we're in January. So you're going to see the before pictures and then you're going to see what the actual property looks like now. And we're currently in the stages of working on the refinance to hopefully build in funds uh, for the new builds as well, uh, because we want to build eight additional units on the same property. So that'll be exciting. Um, you know, would love to have you come if you're, you know, one of those levels within uh, Total Wealth Academy. Uh, and again, that that's February 4th. We'll probably start about 10 a.m. in the morning and then um, load up on the bus, go out there and, uh, you know, take all the questions and answers and all that good stuff. So looking forward to seeing you there on that one. 
Okay, so the next thing, part of the reason why I've been quiet, uh, maybe you've learned this about me, maybe you haven't, but I have a tendency to have a spiral of activity. And then sometimes I go kind of dark or I get really, really quiet for a certain period of time. Now, there's a reason behind that. Uh, Actually, several. Sometimes it's when I'm so intense and so focused on what I want to do and where I'm going. uh, It's like I draw in. I draw in and it's like I want to get to that next step. And I want to be able to move forward with my career. And so it's just sometimes it's overwhelmed. Sometimes it's, you know, hanging on knowing that I have all these priorities and I got to make sure and execute on those. Well, the reason why I've been so quiet, um, of course, because the kiddos, um, you know, just trying to manage everyday life, but I've been very focused on my next acquisition. And I'm not talking about single family either. I'm talking about multifamily. Uh, So, you know, we closed on Stone King Apartments back in July, and I know very clearly where I'm going and what my goals are as far as multifamily syndication. So uh, have a little something in the works. Not going to talk too much about it uh, because we're not a officially, officially under contract. Um, I'm not going to go into any more detail. Anyways, it is in Houston. Uh, I'm excited about it. But you know, what I've learned in the business, you definitely um, never really talk about things unless it's a done deal and fully executed on both sides. Uh, But I am excited about it. And um, it's quite a bit bigger than uh, the the last acquisition. So um, fingers crossed. We'll see how that goes. Maybe I'll have an update for you next time. Uh, but definitely looking forward to, uh, I would say, the next couple of days to see what unfolds. Uh, as we all know, on some of my previous podcasts, I talked about after I hit my goal and achieved my goal of making it to the wall, what was my next goal? What was I going to do? Where was I going? And I wasn't sure that I wanted to share, but I did on one of the podcasts. And what that was is I wanted to achieve a thousand units in a thousand days. That was my new goal. Uh, so if some of you are following me on um, the Facebook, uh, Making the Wall, obviously I achieved that goal. Yay, I worked really hard. Uh, And I think I'm going to change it soon. So it's no longer going to be making the wall. I'm going to change it to a thousand units in a thousand days. And there is a psychology behind that. Because when you consistently look at things and you see your goals in front of you, your daily life and your mind and your attitude and your mindset they all follow that. And, and I'll share a story with you from when I was back in my 20s. Some of you may not know this, uh, but I'll go ahead and share. I was on my own at 15 years old, and so I never went to high school. I completed eighth grade, and then at 15 years old, I lived on my own. And I was very focused on where I wanted to go because I remember that defining moment that everything that I did in my life from that point moving forward was either going to make me or break me. And I wanted good decisions. And I wanted to look back 20 years from now and think, look at everything that I've been able to accomplish when I could have totally gone the other way. And that's really how I started living my life when I was 15 years old. But where I'm going with that is when you put goals in front of you and you put visual cues or things that remind you of them on a daily basis, it absolutely takes you to the next level. So I remember I did that from the time I was, you know, 14, 15, gosh, probably before that. Uh, But I remember specifically in my 20s. So I never went to high school. I started in the corporate world 
gosh, I think I was like 20. I wasn't even drinking age yet. So I think I was 20 and I wanted to make six digits. So literally did not have my college degree at this point, never stepped foot in high school, finished through the eighth grade. There was no reason why I should have been able to get this corporate job. I was by far the youngest person by 10 years in my division. And what I told myself is put your head down and work and put numbers on paper, do not look up. And so in setting some of my goals, I uh, I created, this is really going to date me, I created an email and it was AOL. And at that point in time, I did uh, Elissa Palmer, which was my maiden name. I've kept Stone, uh, you know, my, my married name, just because my kiddos, even though, you know, we're no longer together. Uh, life happens. It does. I think it happens to a lot of people. But uh, I did Elissa Palmer 26 at AOL.com. So Every single time I signed into my email, I'm seeing Elissa Palmer 26. Well, that 26 meant something to me because my goal was by the time I turned 26, I wanted to be making six digits. Now, there's no reason why I should have been able to achieve that because I literally finished eighth grade, never went to high school. I did not have my college degree at that point in time. And I was in the corporate world, by far the youngest person by 10 years. Well, guess what? I kept it in front of me. Every single time I typed in, I'm like, it's going to happen. I'm going to make it happen. What do I do on a daily basis to get there and achieve that? And I did, in fact, end up um, hitting that goal, making six digits by my 26th birthday. And one of those other goals was to purchase my my own home uh, at that point in time as well, which I did. Uh, so there's a reason why I kind of attach like making the wall or this next goal. Uh, So when I change my Facebook, we're going to switch it from making the wall to a thousand units in a thousand days. And that's what I'm working towards. And that's what's going to drive me. Uh, So watch for that switch over. On the fitness side, uh, you know, gosh, it's been a couple of months uh, back in October when uh, was when I did my fitness competition went well, I couldn't have been more proud of everything that I was juggling. And basically the package that I brought to the stage and walking away with some medals. I've enjoyed A ton of food, um, adult cocktails left and right whenever I want, because you're so strict while you're training for the competition. And yes, I cheated here and there, but um, I, I got pretty strict there towards the end. So I've been enjoying it the last couple of months. You know, we're looking at January. Uh, I don't have to be in fitness competition um, shape, but I do want to stay very consistent in, you know, working out and for the most part eating decent, but it's about balance in life. Like I love desserts. Um, I I had some more bread pudding at another restaurant recently. I was trying it for the first time. And uh, my favorite bread pudding is at a, a restaurant called Anthony's in Simonton. And I was at a place called Pearl and Vine. Amazing restaurant, uh, beautiful venue. And so I was comparing the two bread puddings. Um, I'm, a, I'm a fan. Yeah, I can't really go to any restaurant without eating bread pudding if they have it. <laughs> So my point is, is balance, balance with anything you do in life, with work, with family, with kids, with fitness. And that's really what I try to strive towards. Uh, Yes, I get out of whack uh, from time to time and I try to realign my values and my goals. Uh, So I'm back. I actually went to the gym this morning. So I'm back. I don't have to work out five days a week, but if I can hit three or four, eat moderately decent during the week uh, and really enjoy the weekends with, you know, some cocktails and some dessert. I'm very, very happy with that. Very happy. And I think that's achieving a very good uh, level of balance. So I've been a little off over the last couple months because I was enjoying (laughs) 
after being so strict. Uh, but I'm, I'm getting back on that. And then um, the kiddos, they're doing amazing. Um, we're going to do family movie night tonight. And so I think one of my most favorite things as far as being a mom is doing cuddle time and movies with them. They're six. They're turning seven uh, in March. And I don't know that I'm going to get the same level of cuddles in the, in the near future. So super important to me now to take advantage of because I remember when I was a teenager, it just, you know, you want to be with your friends. You want to be out and about. So I have those few precious years left um, with my kiddos. And I've seen it with some of my friends too. Um, you know, friends and people that I care about, they have, you know, teenage kids and the friends are just off doing, you know, social things, social activities, things of that nature. And so I, I just I have to soak all that up now and um, and not miss out on any of those opportunities and watching your kids grow. So that's an update on my side. I'm so sorry it has been so long since I sat in the seat, uh, but I've been focused and I've been uh, very intense because you can you complete one goal and you automatically look forward to the next. And I have a lot to do in a very short period of time. So watch for the Facebook change, a thousand units in a thousand days. And I will see you guys hopefully not too far off in the near future. Take care. Mm-hmm.